0: Making sales social for me is really about helping before pitching and serving before selling. You know, everyone is so concerned about being a better salesperson and be a better salesperson, improve your sales skills. He says, you know, don't worry about being a better salesperson, just be a better person and you'll sell more. Welcome to the Making Sales Social Podcast,
1: featuring the top voices in sales and marketing. Join hosts Bryn Tillman and Bill McCormick as they discuss the best tips and strategies they are teaching their clients so you can leverage them for your own virtual and social selling. Here are your hosts Bryn Tillman and
2: Bill McCormick. Hey, welcome to Making Sales Social. I'm Bill McCormick. I'm Bryn Tillman. So Bryn, who's joining us today?
1: One of my favorite people in marketing and in life. So um, before I introduce him, this would be David, but I'm gonna just tell a quick little story. Well, we met, we're, we're local. He had been to one of my classes and um, I was looking to really scale my business. And I actually had one client in particular, and there's a longer story around this, that I was a little stuck with, how do I get in front of them? So I I had taken one of of David's remote classes, even though we were still in like real life time, it was all audio, which was really wonderful. Um, And he taught me a couple of things, but one thing that not only helped me close at the time, my biggest client ever, but I now carry it through all of my mindset. And I'm gonna share the tip and then introduce David. So it was just from the concept of what are your prospects doing before they know they need you or before they think they need you. And, And Bill, you've heard me say this a lot, inspired by my friend and amazing marketer, David Newman, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you, Bryn and Bill. It's great to be here. I I love that story, by the way. So it's totally fantastic.
1: I I love it too, because it helped to transform my whole business. So much appreciated, and we're excited to share your insights and magic with our audience.
2: So David, tell everyone just a little bit about you and what you do and your company. Sure. So I
0: run a company called Do It Marketing, and we are a mentoring and coaching company. We work with entrepreneurs and executives who really want to embrace the thought leadership marketing playbook, meaning that they want to add value, they want to write, they want to speak, they want to publish, they want to use um, content marketing and really I call it marketing your smarts. Uh, marketing your smarts and monetizing your expertise. And we work with them to help them get more clients, make more money, and like Bryn said, scale their business from where it is to where they really want it to be.
2: Well, that's great. And we're going to get to that. I I do want to talk about scaling for sure. But before we get to that, we always ask every guest uh, one question. What, David, does making sales social mean to you?
0: I think making sales social for me is really about helping before pitching and serving before selling. Oh. So uh, I remember about 10 years ago, I got this advice from a friend of mine who was, um, you know, pretty seasoned sales trainer. He says, you know, everyone is so concerned about being a better salesperson and be a better salesperson and improve your sales skills. He says, you know, don't worry about being a better salesperson. Just, be a better person and you'll sell more. Be a better person. So to me, social selling is about being a better person, period. And that's really the key.
2: I, I love it. I love that. And I love that it's serve before selling and help before pitching. So from a from a marketing standpoint, what are some ways that salespeople can serve before selling and help before pitching
0: well you know it's it's funny it's one of these things where like when we talk about the sales process whether it's online offline in real life on linkedin on any social channel email phone zoom are you acting like that person's new friend or are you acting like a salesperson right are you kind of getting ready for the close before the close are you are you kind of doing that always be closing the abc are you leading with your products and services or are you are you listening are you asking penetrating questions are you really figuring out how you can be of the deepest service to this person what they really want what they really need take off your sales glasses and put on your human glasses, put on your relationship glasses, understand that if you're if you're talking to 10 people today online, uh, each of those 10 people is a distinct human being with their own sets of needs, problems, heartaches, headaches, challenges, and gaps, treating them all the same, using your cookie cutter scripts, using your templates, blasting out the same message, no matter who they are, where they are, what their situation is, is a surefire recipe for disaster. So I think we really have to bring a new level of personalization and Mm. customization and tailoring to an established, and this is what I love about what you guys do, of course, bring that to an established methodology, but without being robotic or overly templatized. So is there a method to the madness? Is there a skeleton of conversations that need to happen? Of course but when you treat everyone the same, no one feels connected to. I Mm -hmm. love
1: that. You know, we do talk a lot about there are templated messages and there are tailored messages. So you don't have to reinvent the wheel every single time, right? But if you can create a template that is tailorable, is that a real word that you can tailor, right? All of a sudden it makes a big impact on, on building that relationship. So I, I love that. And it does completely align
2: with the way we think of things. Yeah, absolutely does. I, I mean, there is a place for, for automation and, and, and in this, the sales process of today with so much, you, you know, I, I w- I've been off for the last four days. I've got a, an email list today. That's unbelievable that I have to get to. And so am I going to lean on some automation? Absolutely. Yeah. However, we can automate for information. We don't automate for, for relationship that I think that's really the key. And I love that idea of, of customizing and tailorizing. We just made up a new word, we made up a word, um, the, the is SSL, tailor-able? yeah, the SSL dictionary, you know, that, that we, we can use that and, and for, for, for our benefit and for our clients benefit. And what I like to say is let's forget about the sales process. Let's talk to our clients about their buying process. Because that's that's what's that's what's important. So you mentioned scaling in the beginning. Actually, Bryn did. Bryn said she helped you as she was struggling with scaling.
1: She he helped me, yeah.
2: Yeah, whatever, however yeah. I said it. So what we want to talk about now, because a lot of the folks that are listening here are are sales reps that are that are kind of independent. They're looking at a a huge quota that they've got to hit and and they struggle with scaling, what are some tips that you can give them to help them to scale at, 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 at their level?
0: I got nothing. It's not possible. Sorry. Not possible.
2: Not at oh, all. I'm kidding. Oh, oh, I'm okay. just kidding. Okay. So it's going to be a short show. Everyone <laughs> Welcome
1: needs... to David. That's and right. Fabulous humor. It's
0: like, it's like, oh my God, it's a heart attack moment right there. Well, I did want, I did want to do a little pattern interrupt because people watching and listening need to be writing this down. And the answer to your question, Bill, is they need to adopt a 3PR game plan. And 3PR is an acronym, stands for personalized professional public relations. And I'll repeat that for those that are taking notes, which you should be, personalized professional public relations. Now, this has nothing to do with traditional public relations, like sending press releases or talking to the media. This is your, as an independent seller... This is your personalized platform building game plan to scale up your level of prospecting, inbound lead generation, outbound lead generation, everything. Three legs to the stool in your three PR game plan. The first leg is speaking. And I don't mean public speaking. I don't mean going out and doing these $10,000 keynotes like Bryn Tillman. I'm not talking about being all fancy pants and all that. We got to put speaking in a bigger box. Right now, this is a speaking opportunity for me. I am on your fantastic show. People are getting to know me depending on what they hear and and if they resonate with that or not, they may take a next little baby step and they may not. What are you doing to get in front of your folks in a micro speaking opportunity, Mm -hmm. meaning on a podcast, on a live stream, on your own Facebook Live, on someone else's Facebook Live, on webinars, on videos, on your YouTube channel, what are you doing to get those micro speaking opportunities on the calendar so that it's one to many prospecting? So speaking mm-hmm. raises your visibility. Next thing is writing. The second leg of the three PR stool is writing. And again, I don't mean writing books and I don't mean writing you know 5,000 word white papers. I mean, can you write a 250 word post on LinkedIn? Mm-hmm. Can you write a hundred word email? that adds value, invites engagement, and sparks your prospects thinking. Not a sales email, a value email. Mm -hmm. Not a sales post on LinkedIn, a value post on LinkedIn. Because writing raises your credibility. And then the third component of your 3PR game plan is social media. Yes, of course, primarily on LinkedIn, which is the world's greatest B2B online social channel but also where are your prospects? Mm-hmm. So depending on what you sell and who you sell it to, you got to fish where the fish are. Mm-hmm. So it's very possible your people on Instagram, your people are on Facebook, your people could be uh, mm-hmm. on YouTube. They could be you know, consuming all different kinds of content. Are you in those social channels? Are you adding value? Are you engaging with those people? Are you liking? Are you commenting? Are you sharing? Are you in those communities? the blogs, portals, communities, groups and forums where your prospects are already gathering and they're probably already talking about the problems that you're brilliant at solving or that your products and services are brilliant at solving. So social media is the third leg. So taken all together, your three PR game plan, speaking and micro speaking for visibility, writing for credibility and the social channels
2: for spreadability.
1: Love it! That's
0: brilliant.
2: I tried to write all that down.
1: Quoting you for years.
2: For 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 sure, for sure. Thank thankfully, I can go back and rewatch this. So people um,
0: may need to back up the truck, like beep, beep absolutely, beep, and, beep. And, and rewind and that's, hit
2: play again. And that's what I was going to say. You need to stop and go back and listen to this and write those down right. and and Pause take a now. look. Yeah, for sure, because this is the way you you're wondering how you're going to scale, how you're going to reach more people. This is the way one to many. I love that. It's, it's so, so good. So I hope that you do that. Stop right now, go back. We'll wait here for you and, uh, and, and go take those, take those notes. So there, so there are two things that Bryn talked about. One was scale. So you, you've talked about that. Another thing she talked about is she was kind of stuck. So I'm curious if maybe you can give us an example, if there's a salesperson that's stuck, how maybe they can use the 3PR model to kind of get unstuck in, in their outreach.
0: Well, such a great question, Bill. I think a lot of sales reps and sales professionals and solo business owners, you know, all of us who basically we eat what we kill, mm-hmm. it's easy to get stuck. And I'll tell you where we get stuck. We get stuck in analysis paralysis. We get stuck in overwhelm. We get stuck in inaction. Mm -hmm. The best thing that folks listening right now, if you're stuck in your current sales situation, you got prospects that are stuck in the pipeline, you've got no idea where to go to find new prospects or how to just get out of a rut, how to get out of a sales rut, how to get out of the slump. My recommendation is three simple words. It's easier said than done, but we'll dig into it. Action eliminates fear. Action eliminates fear. Do Mm -hmm. something. You will never figure anything out sitting alone in your office. Mm. Have a conversation. Go to your LinkedIn network. Go to your past clients. Go to your trusted circle of friends and advisors and networking buddies. Say, hey, you know what? Can we just have like a 15 minute coffee chat? I would love, I would love just to connect with you share some ideas about what's working for me and really find out what's working for you. Mm -hmm. So when you have those coffee chats, those informal connections, uh, this is something where you will get ideas, you will get insights, you will get mind sparks, you will get micro actions Mm -hmm. that you could take right now. Someone's gonna say, well, you know, I haven't seen you do a lot with webinars. Have you ever thought about doing a webinar for your prospects? Oh, webinar, that's a great idea. What's the action step then? Put a date on your calendar for your first or next webinar. Mm -hmm. Why action eliminates fear. Even putting it out there on the calendar is going to help motivate you and spark some activity and spark some intelligent action. Mm -hmm. Uh, The more that we get into these actions, uh, this is Newton's second law of physics, right? An object in motion tends to stay in motion, Mm -hmm. object at rest tends to stay at rest. When we're stuck, mm-hmm. the biggest challenge, the biggest threat is now we're stuck on being stuck. And we forgot what being in motion even looks like. Mm-hmm. We forgot mm-hmm. what being in motion even feels like. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Bill's hairstyle. Look at my hairstyle. We're we're used to the wind just going through our hair as we're driving down the highway in our Mustang convertible. Mm-hmm. We would never think of stopping or stalling or being stuck on the side of the road. So get used to the feel of the fingers of the wind blowing through your hair as you get into massive, intelligent sales activity.
1: Mm. I love it. I, so I think I love I, I love the idea. So I'm just gonna two things. All through the pandemic, every single day I walk two miles. Listen to your podcast, like listen to podcasts like that was my my world. And then like we opened up a little, and I stopped walking. And I kept saying, I got to get back to walking. And every day it was like dreading I have to get back to walking and I don't know why it just was. And then finally I just said, I'm doing it today. And all of them I'm like, Oh my God, I love this. And it was so easy. And I'm happy. So it's like, it's a mindset thing. Like you're mm-hmm. the stuck is fake. The stuck is like, we're, you know, we're stuck in this. So I love that. I, uh, in addition to that, I want to add an action thing that you can do around podcasts. So, As long as you've been on a couple, so you have a few for credibility, go to the Apple iTunes store, not the store, but if you Google Apple iTunes podcast directory, you will get a directory of every single solitary podcast on Apple iTunes. You can search by category and then identify all the podcasts under certain categories. And when you click through, you get to see who the hosts are right in the platform Copy the name, go stick it in LinkedIn, find these people. Now go listen to a couple of their podcasts, Mm -hmm. see if there's a match, and then reach out to them and say, hey, David, was just uh, listening to your podcast. I was blown away by this interview and that interview. Um, I speak in the, you know, kind of the same world. I'd love to throw my hat in the ring if you're exploring guests. Here's a link to some of the podcasts I've been on. Right. And so you can go out to vast amounts of people and you'll get on podcasts. One of the things when I talk to podcasts hosts is sometimes they're challenged with time to get guests. Mm-hmm. So if they can get a few easy, they're like, oh, that makes my life so much easier. Absolutely. So I, I just kind of want to throw in an, an actual action step that you can take right now.
2: Yeah, and so you can become the low hanging fruit for for a for a podcast host for for sure. Yeah. So and so one of the things that I want to add to it, because I love the collaboration piece about getting a hold of some in your network, some folks in your network saying, hey, let's get on a call, let's talk. And, and I do this with a, a couple of other sales trainers, and we'll just jump on the phone about once a once a month. And a big part of that also is accountability. So we'll talk about the things that we can do to up our game. And 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 I'll say to that person. That person will say to me, "Okay, when are you going to do this by?" And, and and because accountability is one of the things that keeps us in motion. Because oftentimes, David, I won't do something for me, but I'll do it for you if I know oh, yes. you're gonna, that you're going to ask me.
1: So, we actually hired someone to keep us accountable, accountable. because,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, it's it, for for each of us. It's it's. I mean, we're in sales. We're in delivery. We're in all. So we actually have someone who does project management and on a daily basis says, where are you on this in the pipeline? Where are you on this in the pipeline? And we're like, oh, and, and sometimes, oh my God, I got to follow up. And then I forgot.
0: So you're bringing up, you're both bringing up an excellent, excellent point. The way I sometimes talk about this, I said, if you were your own sales manager, you would fire yourself.
1: 100%. If you
0: were your, if you were left to your own devices and you looked at your level of activity, and you looked at your level of results, and you are not you, but you are someone outside of yourself who's responsible for your performance, you would fire yourself, I guarantee it. But not if you do what Bill just talked about, and not if you do what Bryn just talked
2: about. Yeah, so so really good stuff. Go ahead, Bryn. Me? Yeah, I thought you were going to say something.
1: I don't know. There's so much I could say. David, want to say something? I
0: do. Well, let me, I want to throw, I want to throw some fuel on your podcast fire and and maybe change your life again. I I don't know. You know, you have a a way of doing that. You never know. So there's a fantastic podcast search engine. Doing what you said would totally work, but it's a little bit labor intensive. You might not know that there's a podcast search engine called Listen Notes, ListenNotes.com. It is the strategy brand that you just said, except it's on steroids. You can search by show. You can search by guest. You can search by topic. And, and also it will show you how many episodes. Uh, it will show you the rankings like top 1%, top 0.5%, top 0.25%. So shows that have a big following, which you can't necessarily tell from iTunes. Sure. So secret ninja trick. To throw some fuel on the strategy that Bryn just
2: shared, listennotes.com. And, and you heard it here first, folks, at making sales social, listennotes.com. We'll put that in the resources. Uh I, man, you know, we could continue to, to talk. So we're gonna have to have you back as we're coming up to the end of our time. But um, but David, tell everyone how can they, they get a hold of talk about your podcast, how they can find that. And then you have some, a manifesto and, and some webinars that yes, you want to tell yes, everyone yes. about.
0: So we have lots of free goodies for folks. Um, we do have a podcast. It's at doitmarketing.com slash podcast. And must, then Must, the two...
1: must, must, must add. Thank Absolutely. you. It is one of the two that I listen to all the time. Well, now three, I added a third, but so one of my top three.
0: Among. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then our two free gifts for folks that want to take these ideas across the finish line. One is our Do It Marketing Manifesto, which is part marketing, part sales, part mindset, which Bryn mentioned is very, very important. That's at doitmarketing.com manifesto. And we have some free web training for folks that are interested in taking their thought leadership business to the next level. And that's at doitmarketing.com webinar.
2: Fantastic. So thank you so much for sharing that. We'll have all of those links in the, in the resources here. You can click through to that. So David, thank you so much for, for being with us. And thank you all for listening to us. And as you're out and about this week, don't forget to make your sales social. Bye-bye, everyone. Thanks for listening and join us again for more special guest instructors, bringing you marketing, sales training, and
1: social selling strategies that will set you apart. Don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episodes from the Making Sales Social Podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website socialsaleslink.com for more information.